Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it's very, very simple. Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. Happy Monday to you. I hope you had an enjoyable weekend. We had a ridiculously busy weekend. Damn it, we got a, a Monday night football game going on right now to cap everything off. And how about this? As I speak and say that, the Green Bay Packers, they score another touchdown. They're going to get ready for the extra point. But right now it is 16-6. to A.J. Dillon with another touchdown run. And the Green Bay Packers just extend their lead here in the third quarter. So obviously we'll keep you up to date with this game. The Green Bay Packers trying to run the table and stay alive and stay eligible uh, for some postseason play. And then the Los Angeles Rams, uh, it's just a little bit of an audition for everybody. Extra point is good. Green Bay leads 17-6. to So tonight's game is going to wrap up what has been a crazy NFL weekend. We have three games on Saturday culminating with the Buffalo Bills uh, coming back to beat the Miami Dolphins in the snow up in Buffalo. We talked about that game extensively on Friday. We know that the Ravens, they got smacked around by the Browns. We had one of the greatest, how about this, not one of. We had the greatest comeback ever in NFL history when the Minnesota Vikings decided to, uh, you know, just, just wake up against, the Colts of all teams. Yeah, the one that uh, has Jeff Saturday, the guy who probably shouldn't be a head coach. And then, of course, we had games yesterday. We had the Bengals come back uh, against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. We had the Dallas Cowboys losing uh, in, in overtime over an interception from Dak. We had the Raiders and the Patriots. I, I have no idea what the hell was going on in that game. The Patriots were questioned and called stupid it it's just it's nuts we had a crazy weekend and then when you factor in starting everything off yesterday morning with the world cup it's one of the best soccer matches i've ever seen argentina coming out on top this sports weekend was just purely bananas there's not another word that i could put there to describe it it was nuts nuts bananas it was chaotic It was fun. It was busy. And then we also had bowl games over the weekend. We had Jokic on the Nuggets dropping numbers that we haven't seen since Wilt Chamberlain. 
It was a wild weekend. So if you were like me, we're just kind of flipping through everything, tuning in to absolutely everything. And so we're going to wrap things up a little bit tonight. We'll update you on Monday Night Football as Baker Mayfield is uh, trying to, to make a stand or at least have another comeback here in Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers. It, it's it's just a busy night. Where the hell do we start? Shep, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I don't know where he starts to hear hard. Seriously. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Well, how about this? Let's Let's think about some of the craziness. I just mentioned some of it. One of the wildest things that I've seen, and, and this is amongst uh, the World Cup and, and then the Vikings come back. I turned that game off. I found out afterwards that the Vikings came back. But this one yesterday, from an NFL perspective, I think it, it takes the cake, especially when you think about a team led by Bill Belichick, who's supposed to be a taskmaster. He's supposed to be the do-your-job guy. He's a miracle worker. And I think all things considered versus what the the Patriots have been over the past couple of seasons, sans Tom Brady, that that because of their structure, that they're still able to compete in games, especially when you look at their talent level. Have there been questionable calls by Belichick? Yes. Have there been draft pick failures? Yes. This is not to say that Bill Belichick has been scot-free. But the game yesterday had to have Bill Belichick just grinding his gears. I know the game yesterday had to have Bill Belichick absolutely losing his mind. So here we are in Vegas. The Patriots are taking on the Raiders. The Raiders are leading 17-3 to at the half. The Patriots come back and score 21 straight points. The Raiders answer with two touchdowns of their own in the final seconds of the game. And we're tied up. 24-24. We're basically destined to go into overtime. The Patriots have the ball. It's like one last ditch to see if we can get a score off. It's not necessary. You could take a knee and go right into overtime. But on the final play of regulation, Ramon Dre Stevenson took the handoff. He ran for 23 yards. And then he flipped the ball back to Jacoby Myers. And then Jacoby Myers, inexplicably, he tried to throw a pass across the field to I don't know who. I can only assume Mac Jones. And then the ball is intercepted by Chandler Jones, who then stiff arms poor Mac Jones head into the ground. And then Chandler Jones just runs down the field for a touchdown. This was like one of the most nonsensical things that you would really only see in your backyard that you would see maybe on a a final play of a game where it's desperation time. The game was tied. They didn't need to do all of this trickery and flippery just to get some points. They could have gone into overtime. It's so crazy that even the the Patriots broadcasters on the radio called this play and then said, This Patriots team is the dumbest ever. Take a listen to this, courtesy the Patriots Radio Network. When the Finns round the hook and lateral to beat the Patriots several years ago. Now on a third and ten, three seconds left. 
Jones will give it to Stevenson. He started right. He runs it up the middle. Hit by Chandler. Jones slips the hit across the 45 with a stiff arm. Off a tackle at the 40. He lost the football. And Jacoby Myers picks it up. He circles back and he throws it across the field. Oh my Jones God. is picked up by Chandler Jones. He breaks away to the 30. He runs to the 20. He runs to the 10. He runs to the end zone. Unreal. Touchdown. Raiders. Good night. This might be one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. That's some uh that's some deep and accurate analysis. And that that was dumb. Why Ramondre Stevenson decided to, you know, flip the ball back, why Jacoby Myers decided to go quarterback and throw it, I have no idea. Jacoby Myers was asked after the game, you know, what the hell went on and this is what he had to say. I thought I saw Mac open. I didn't see Chandler Jones at the time. So just thought he was open, tried to give it to him. And let him try to make a play with it. But the score was tied, so like I said, I should have just gone down for real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you should have just gone down. That would have been the easy and the simple thing to do. And you saw Mac Jones open? Who's Is Mac Jones Randy Moss? Is he Jerry Rice? Is he Calvin Johnson? Like, what, what are we talking about here? I saw Mac Jones open. He should sit out the rest of the season for even verbally saying that. Oh, my God. And, you know, Bill Belichick, oh, he loved the line of questioning, you know, after the game. Bill Belichick was asked, hey, simply, hey, Bill, listen, instead of running the football, you could have just threw it. You could have just gone for a Hail Mary at the end of the game and then maybe you guys would have won. Maybe not. Maybe you would have gone into overtime. Hey, Bill, why didn't you throw the ball? Listen to what Bill Belichick had to say. Bill, in the, the final play, situationally, how do you weigh what was called as opposed to taking a shot at the end zone? Taking a shot at the end zone? Yeah, like a Hail Mary, 55 yards couldn't away, getting it as deep as you could. Yeah, couldn't throw it that far. <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah, tell us about Mac Jones' arm, why don't you? Well, we couldn't throw it that far, so we didn't do it. Take a shot at the end zone? I don't yeah, – I'm a football coach, but I don't, I don't know what that means. Sorry. I know Bill Belichick was destroying those guys. Oh, man, I know he was. He could be all mean and evil in public and, and just be kind of calm about it. I know he was killing those guys. Terrible. We know the New England Patriots weren't going anywhere this year. They're, they're an average team. They do have a, a good defense despite giving up the, the 30 or the 24 points yesterday. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And the Raiders also going nowhere with a record of 6-8. and eight. But I wish that was the craziest thing that took place over the weekend because the Minnesota Vikings, they did exactly what has scared me about them the entire season. They gave up a crap load of points and then came back and had the greatest comeback in NFL history. This is when I quit on this game. The Indianapolis Colts were leading 33-0 at halftime on Saturday. And then Kirk Cousins comes through and has four touchdowns in the second half 
to help lead the way, including a 64-yard pass and a two-point conversion to tie this game up. Uh, Greg Joseph hit a a 40-yard field goal with like three seconds left on the clock and overtime to win it. And the Vikings come back down. Let me say this again. The Vikings were losing 33 to nothing at halftime. They come back and win 39 to 36. I was sitting next to a friend when we said, ah, screw this game. And then we found out that that Minnesota came back and it's like, what the hell is this? Patrick Peterson told them, hey, guys, we're going to do our part. I guess they did. They didn't realize that there were two halves to a football game. And he said, all you all need is, is five touchdowns. Damn. Greatest comeback ever. Jeff Saturday eviscerated, annihilated online. People telling Jeff Saturday, man, man, you need to get fired today, tomorrow. They're pulling out messages where Jeff Saturday, upon his hiring, said, hey, I may not be good at this. And there were a lot of people who agreed. Jeff Saturday had to speak to the media after the game. And he was asked, what the hell went wrong? How do you blow a 33 to nothing lead? Obviously, a disappointing way to uh, to end that. You know, obviously, Taylor two halves, right? Started fast, had the lead, and um, ultimately give up too many explosive plays, don't make enough explosive plays, turn it over on our inside. Um, just, you know, they made more plays than us, and then penalties kept drives alive. You got to, you know, got to keep your head, got to. Uh, got to play disciplined football, and uh, we didn't do those things in the second half and ultimately, uh, you know, lost lost this game. This man cannot have a job next season. He's, he's the interim coach for a reason. He was brought in to babysit. And Jim Ursay brings him in, and come on, he's, he's not the guy. You just wanted to throw your friend a bone and, and see if he would stick around. Nah, you think Jeff Saturday don't want this job? Jonathan Taylor is likely now out for the year, busted up ankle, and Jeff Saturday probably wants to go back to TV. Probably wishes he never left. Biggest comeback in NFL history. The Vikings became only the second team and 1,551 regular season or playoff games to trail by 30 or more points and still win. I told you, this Vikings team, you could look at it one or two ways. You could say that the Vikings showcased a lot of moxie, or you can take the approach that the the Minnesota Vikings are just just crap. I, I swear they give up or they go into these shootouts and they let you score 20 and 30 points. They give up more points in the air than any team in the NFL. You can believe this is galvanizing for the Vikings. Or you could think that they're, they're just going to stink in the biggest moments. And it's almost a crapshoot right now. Are they going to give up 30 points and score 30? Or, or is the defense going to play for, for two halves? This was the Colts. Sorry, Matt Ryan, you were... Yeah, you on one hand, you participated in the on the lose the losing side of the biggest comeback in, in Super Bowl history, and now here you are. Just the biggest loser in this regard for the biggest comeback in NFL history. Poor Matt Ryan. Kirk Cousins missed the four touchdowns to turn the game around. He spoke to the media 
And then he gave credit to the defense, not for the first half. And also, he showed a lot of love to the fans in Minnesota. Incredible game. Um, I think that the fact that our defense only gave up three points in the second half was critical. Um, reminded me of the Eagles game when, uh, same thing, we were down and they just didn't give up any points in the second half. And I had to remind myself of that as we were playing, knowing that if our defense can do that, they allow you to hang around and keep getting back in it. Um, you know, I think the fact the fans stayed to the end and provided so much energy um, is, is a big deal. I, there was one time where they were doing the skull chant, and I was, I was surprised that they were still in it the way they were um, and so grateful that, they're, uh, that they were there with us all the way through it to the end. Um, great to obviously um, you know, show that there was no quit and to keep playing hard and, and um, finding a way. And then it's just so important that um, – you know, this is this is one step in a much larger goal, and it's an important step. It's a step that you talk about when when you go to training camp and the season begins. But um, um, you know, there's obviously more to go. Cute, very cute. As Kirk Cousins stood there during that press conference you just heard, he was wearing a Minnesota Vikings logo jacket that his wife picked out for him, and so we got a lot of crazy over this. This NFL weekend, the Minnesota Vikings, the biggest comeback ever in history. The New England Patriots, one of the dumbest plays you will ever see or hear in NFL history. And that doesn't even count in the World Cup. Yeah, that was absolutely bananas. And I want you to hear that play on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about the Bengals coming back. Another comeback. The Bengals coming back against Brady and the Buccaneers. I'm going to give you an update on Jalen Hurts' shoulder. We're going to talk about the big Sunday night matchup between the the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders. The Cowboys lost to the Jaguars. We'll talk about tonight's Monday night matchup where the Packers are currently beating up on the Los Angeles Rams. We got a lot to do. The phone lines are open, 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. You heard the number. The phone lines are open. 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show. Kind of wrapping up what has been a crazy, ridiculous sports weekend. Patriots did one of the dumbest things you'll ever see on a football field yesterday, losing to the Raiders throwing the ball around like they're in the backyard only to be scored upon by the defense with a touchdown. The Minnesota Vikings had the largest comeback in NFL history this past Saturday as the Colts decided to go out there and choke. And then in a few seconds, I I need you to hear what is probably going to go down is one of the biggest calls, I would say, in, in sports history, especially if you're a fan of Argentina as the World Cup concluded yesterday with Argentina 
beating France. We'll hear that in a second. We'll talk about Tom Brady and the Bengals. We had a lot of a lot of comebacks. We had some wild games, a lot of close games yesterday. Amazing weekend. 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for having me on tonight, man. Um, yeah, lo- looking at that game from last night uh, with, with New England and, and the Raiders, um, to me, this just shows like Belichick, you know, has just lost control of everything with this team. Um, you know, he's got Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator when he's never coached offense. Um, his kids are on the organization, his kids are involved in the coaching staff. He's got a quarterback that I think he doesn't really care for in Mac Jones. And I don't know about you, but I just feel like this could be it for him in New England. I could see him trying to get traded, whether it's to the Chargers or some other team that maybe has a quarterback and. Who knows, maybe he gets reunited with Brady for a couple years in Tampa. I have no idea, but I just feel like Belichick, to me, has had enough in New England. He knows that division is too hard for him to win with the Bills. Miami's on the rise. The Jets are playing better. To me, he's kind of at wit's end with this, and you're like, I, it's almost like they're just doing – it's almost like a substitute teacher or like someone who's just checked out completely is the way they're playing. Okay. Well, thank you, David, for calling from Buffalo. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. You know, would I be shocked if, if Bill Belichick ended up somewhere else? No, n- not by any stretch of the imagination. The relationship between he and, and Robert Kraft has has certainly changed and altered towards the end of the Patriots dynasty. Robert Kraft looking at Belichick and his his draft failures and trying to understand why he's had to allocate so much money towards free agents in past seasons or recent seasons because the draft picks have failed. And Bill Belichick's response has been, well, look at the results. Look at the championships that we've won here over the past 20 years, which is a fact that can't be disputed. But as you move forward, I wouldn't be shocked if if Robert Kraft wanted to go in another direction, but is he ballsy enough to do so? Why would he? You're basically blowing everything straight the hell up. We might revert back to the, the know-nothing New England Patriots before – the combination of, of, of Belichick and, and, and Tom Brady got there. Let's throw it back to, to Pete Carroll times. Let's throw it back to when nobody cared about the Patriots. So as much as people might be upset with, with Belichick and, all oh, the team is falling apart, to say that, you know, he, he wants to go, maybe he does. Maybe Robert Kraft wants him to go. I think it's in both of their best interests maybe to – it's kind of tough this out until they, they actually get better players in. But the thing is, they're still average. They're still okay. The New England Patriots are not bad. They're not good. They're they just all right. They're, they're, they're mediocre. But if Belichick walks, man, be careful what you might ask for if you're a Patriots fan. Be careful because you might just delve into some waters where there is absolutely no coming back. Wilder things have happened, though, but I don't, I don't think Bill Belichick is going any damn place. Speaking of, of success that Belichick had, that Tom Brady had, Tom Brady, one of the greatest football players of all time, most certainly here of the Super Bowl era. If you were able to watch the World Cup yesterday, you witnessed one of the greatest soccer players ever, and I would even put Mbappe up there. You watched two. Great soccer players. And Mbappe has a whole long road in front of him. But he's one of the best guys to step out onto the pitch. And we'll see what his legacy looks like already winning a World Cup. 
failing yesterday to win a second one, and the game was amazing. 3-3, France looked out of it, Mbappe looks like a straight destroyer, and then Argentina beats France on penalties 4-2. Shep, did you get a chance or opportunity to see any bit of this game? I actually did, JR. I don't think a game, specifically a World Cup, should end on penalty kicks. What what do you what do you want the game to end on? I mean, like you know, to me, um, I'm a big basketball purist. I I want to see, and I know they have the extra time, and in you know, not oh, what they call it, uh, overtime, extra time, extra time, right? And it's usually yeah. like two three minutes. I mean, no, it, no, they play two fifteen minute halves. No, no, no. But but I'm saying when they have the extra time, yeah, like and and there's no real science to it. It it seems rather subjective to me. But but Jr. Like, when you have this kind of stakes, and it's this high, to end in the fashion that it did, it was so anticlimactic to me. Oh, my God. It was. Oh, wow. wow. No, so the Like, the when clock, are you going to feel a kick? No, the, the clock actually, the clock that you see on television and the scorekeeper's clock are two separate clocks. And so that's why it appears that there's a kind of an arbitrary number. So what happens is, you know, you play you play 90 minutes, it's split in half. You got two 45 uh, minutes, first half, second half. What happens is there's there's a clock that's being kept by the ref where you, you, you think about the stoppages. So a guy gets hurt and goes down for two or three minutes. And so that accumulates and you add two or three minutes to the end of that half. And so with the World Cup, you, you still get that full 90 minutes of play. And then you move on to your two fifteen minutes, and then you move on to penalties, which is is sudden death. Because at that point, what are we going to do? Have these guys play until they're dead? You know. So they they continue to play in penalty kicks. And I, I mean, that's your opinion. It's it's one of the most exciting things and gut wrenching things. And I would say in sports, to me, it's almost. I would find it similar in such a way that because there is no clock on the penalties and you've now exhausted, quote-unquote, all of the time, it's almost like the end of a, of a baseball game. And you, you, you got down to the bottom of the ninth. There's no clock. The batter and the hitter are going at each other. They're fouling off, and he's trying to score, and, and he's trying to strike them out, and it's just mano y mano. And so to have that, that same type of tension there, is just absolutely ridiculous. It's it's one of the best, best matches I, I, I think that anybody will ever see. And when we came down to the end of it, I think most people know this man's voice. He's the soccer or football voice for Telemundo, Andres Cantor. He's the guy who goes goal, and I'm not going to exaggerate the goal. I think you know who he is. On the final penalty kick by Gonzalo Montiel, Andres Cantor is from Argentina. That's that's his home country. And so he had a chance to call this game, and then he was both excited and crying at the same time. This is courtesy of Telemundo. This is Andres Cantor. Listen. Montiel! Montiel! Mundo. 
Argentina campeón del mundo. Argentina es campeón del mundo. It makes me want to cry, not really. But it made him cry, and it makes me laugh. And so congratulations to Argentina, and congratulations to uh, Messi. This man has been just just been prodded, and, and all the pressure of the world, oh, you're not oh, Diego Maradona, the great Diego, who won for Argentina, and Messi has done everything except for, you know, win a World Cup. He's done everything except for win a World Cup, but not anymore. Tuesday, tomorrow is actually, I think, a, a national day of celebration. It's a state holiday for Argentina as they will go ahead and, and fully celebrate Argentina winning the World Cup. And it was an amazing match to watch, and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And that was a, that was a great, great match. 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about another legend, not someone who kicks a ball, but one who throws a ball. And it looks like the end of his career is just, uh, it might look like hot crap because we don't know when it's going to end. This guy, his name is Tom Brady. We'll get into that when we come back on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. My man, JR, this, this is kind of like a dream, man. I've listened to you uh, every night for two years. It's the first time I've called. I love your show, man. You keep it so real, and I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. We just talked about one legend in Messi before the break, winning the World Cup for Argentina. We're going to talk about another legend. And Tom Brady in a second after uh, his team, the Buccaneers, ended up losing to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then we had a caller. What's up, Dave in Buffalo? Uh, He actually called a few minutes ago in our last break about Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick, yes, you love him, you hate him, can't stand him, think he's a cheater, think he deflates balls, whatever the case. Bill Belichick is a legend in his own right, a legendary coach. And Dave basically said, that Bill Belichick, he seems done. I don't know what he's seen of this, but he's just like, yeah, Belichick probably is, has checked out and he wants to go elsewhere to greener pastures. And yeah, sure, that's, that's, a, that's a lot to look into. I'm not going to do it. Then he said maybe he wants to be traded. Maybe Bill Belichick wants to go elsewhere. And then also maybe, uh, you know, the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft, maybe Robert Kraft wants to look elsewhere. Well, I said I found that to be very odd, but I dig, I dug a little deeper in the, the, the break. And according to Sportico, and we knew this already, when you think about the highest paid coaches in sports here in the United States of America, to the shock or shouldn't be the shock of anyone, Bill Belichick tops the list. And he tops the list by a lot. According to Sportico, 
Bill Belichick makes $20 million a year coaching the New England Patriots. Let me say that again. $20 million. Am I supposed to think that, that the Spanos family is is going to hand over $20 million to, to take on Bill Belichick to coach the team? I, I think not. And I think the other element we have to remember is that that Bill Belichick is, is basically judge, jury, and executioner, and he's making $20 million. So do you think at this stage of his life, even though he might want to move on or find other teams more attractive, you think Bill Belichick just wants to wake up and leave and then expect things to, to be the way they were? He's been in a 20-year situation, 20-plus year situation, 25-year situation, where he has an opportunity to pretty much move completely forward and do what he wants. Why would he want to start over? I wouldn't. And who the hell wants to pay him $20 million? I, I don't know about that. I think the last stop that we see here for Bill Belichick will be with the team that he has basically been with for the past two decades plus, and that's the New England Patriots. $20 million. The next highest paid head coach, Pete Carroll, at $15 million, who also might as well be running the entire ship out in Seattle. Sean McVay making $14 million. Remember, they had to convince this man to stay. Greg Popovich making 13. Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, John Harbaugh all at 12. And then we move into the world of, of college football coaches. Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, and Kirby Smart all picking up their deals, paying them between 11 and $12 million. So Bill Belichick isn't going anywhere. Now about this, Bill Belichick making $20 million. He's making five more million than Tom Brady is this season as Brady's playing on a $15 million deal as he gets ready to head into free agency. And we have no idea what Tom Brady is going to do. Uh, the decision should be easy to go home, but it was supposed to be easy last offseason. And Tom Brady's come back and he's getting his ass kicked because yesterday the Tampa Bay Buccaneers blew another lead. They're taking on the Bengals, who have been surging. The Bengals have now won six straight games. Tampa led 17-3 at the half. 17-3. Joe Burrow threw four touchdowns in the second half of the game. Tom Brady was able to tackle on a garbage-time touchdown with only 49 seconds left. And this was just... It's just ugly all the way around. Brady had three touchdowns and two interceptions. Joe Burrow only 200 yards and, and four TDs and, and helping lead them to a victory. And Joe Burrow, he's proud of his team. The fact that they, they were taking on a great defense and they overcame them on the road. It was an exciting game, but uh, an ugly one that, that we were able to pull out. And that just goes to show you that you know, teams like we have, they just find ways to win games, and you know, we keep just talking about it, and guys just keep stepping up and making big-time plays for us. Yeah, you, you got to win ugly, right? Isn't that how it works? You got to win through the thick and the thin. We talked about the Minnesota Vikings and their historic comeback, and here we have it. 
is Tom Brady's getting beat to a pulp here, man. Like, go home, brother. Like, what else is there to do? Is he gonna, the only thing that would extend his career is not sticking around with the Bucks, but going to go play for another team. I don't know. Maybe he's a stopgap, a one-year dude with the Niners. I, I can't see another scenario of which Tom Brady would want to stick around. Let's, let's remember this. When he got to the Buccaneers, everything was there for him. The offensive line was there. And even that first year, Tom Brady was being criticized. Does he still have it? Can he still go? And ultimately, they, they picked it up at the end of the year, and they won, they won the Super Bowl. Not yesterday. Nothing to cheer about. Nothing to be happy about yesterday. Another loss. Another just comeback attempt against them. And Tom Brady, he spoke to the media afterwards, and it was like, hey, Tom, the hell you're turning the ball over so much for? The two fumbles were, you know, my fault. It was uncharacteristic. Um, You know, one of the interceptions was um, just a terrible throw, and the other one, I think, you know, I I got hit, and I was laying on the ground, the ball landed his arm, so. Yeah, Tom Brady is, he's pretty much over all of this. Shep, is it today or it's Monday he does his podcast, right? Let's go. Um, I think that's a good, that's a great question. Rogers is always Tuesday with Pat. Yes. I think, uh, I think you're I think right. Tom, yeah, yeah, Tom Brady is Monday on, on, on Sirius. And uh, I mean, I can pretty much write the script at this point with him and, and Jim Gray. It's like, Tom, what's going on? He's, <laughs> he's going to go, hey, we're, we, we're lost and we were bad and I was bad and, and then we're, we're, we're six and eight now, and we still have a chance for the playoffs, and we can't quit. And what, what else is Tom Brady supposed to say? Wait a second. You're telling me, JR, that Jim Gray's not going to be the slightest bit critical of his BFF, Tom Brady? Of course not. He's going he's gonna to clean his boots and yep. wash his toilet with a toothbrush. Right. And, I mean, whatever Jim Gray can do, he's going to he going to do it for Tom Brady. And Tom Brady going to go, oh, shucks, we, we sucked and we lost again. What do you want from me? I, I, I got I to tell you, JR, I, I think I – th- I, you've said this before, man. But, like, Bruce Arians walked away too prematurely. Like, like that, that's what this is to me. Like, like, Bowles is a great, great defensive coordinator. But he's not meant to be an NFL head coach. Well, I think it's, it's apparent. That Bruce Arians, he wasn't trying to get Todd Bowles another championship. That that was all uh, sounding nice. But Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, it, it appears that they butted heads too much. They yeah, can so, butt his head all the way to the Hall of Fame, though. Who? I mean, if you're Bruce Arians, like, yeah, you got a Super Bowl out of it. Like, stop bitching and whining. What was what was there for him? He left. No, I I, I understand. <laughs> I Where's the bitching and whining? Well, he's, he still, he's still there. He still hovers. He still hovers oh, over. Oh, he's he's still a part of the organization. Right. But there's a there's a difference between having to deal with this crap every day and just quote unquote being an advisor. And if I if I saw correctly, I think that and he's had a, a history of of medical issues from his heart, unfortunately, also. Uh, down to to cancer, I believe he had a minor uh, procedure done recently that, that kept him away from the team for a little bit, and it's just like why do you why do you want to deal with this? Bruce Arians got his money, he got his Super Bowl. The man, thank God for now, he has his health, and if he doesn't want to deal with Tom Brady and vice versa, then 
He did what he did. He left. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to win a Super Bowl in the twilight of my career either, Jr. You would not. I'm, be, I'm being sarcastic. Like, like, like. It's not. It, I mean, Bruce Arians should be thanking his lucky stars that he Wait is in NFL immortality now so because of Tom you, Brady. Um, yeah, but yeah, he got his ring and right. he left. So what do you? What? What's your point? Well, no, my, my my point is like he walked away. Like people dream of having oh, so what? Tom Brady. They, I mean, I mean, so what? And he had him, and he won a championship. What else was he supposed to do? Stick around and kiss his, his ass? But he until... did. But he did stick around. Like that's what's confusing to me. Is no, no, no. He no. still wants to be a part of the game. So then, then oh, be the head coach he, and, and and see it to no. fruition until Brady retires. No, he th- Tom Brady did retire, and he stuck around. Right, but when and he Tom came back, Bra- Bruce was still and, the coach. And, and Tom, yeah, and then he left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, because he does. They don't want to deal with each other. I don't see. I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, yeah, sure, it's Tom Brady. He won a championship. The man has been coaching long enough to understand how difficult it is. He got his ring. He got his money. He has his health. He can still contribute to the game without having to deal with the day-to-day nonsense, like speaking to the media or answering these questions. And what else is he supposed to do? Oh, Tom Brady is here. Let me let me try to win another one with Tom. Like, who cares? If I'm if I'm Bruce Arians, forget Tom Brady. I'm happy to be alive. Like, I ain't thinking about Tom Brady's ass. (laughs) He's probably like, I don't I don't need the headache. I don't I don't look at Bruce Arians any different. I don't see him complaining about anything. The man said, hey, Todd, I ain't dealing with this crap, man. It's all you. I'll be upstairs if you need me. I don't see anything wrong with that. People want to win a championship. It's tough winning the Super Bowl. Tough. I don't think it matters to Bruce Arians if he he hangs his hat on two. And for the most part, it's probably not even worth the stress. This poor guy was already back up in in the hospital. All the best to to Bruce Arians. Got his money, got his championship, can still contribute to the game, has his health, and Tom Brady, he's out there playing, and he's getting his ass kicked behind that crap-injured offensive line. A tough life for Mr. Tom Brady, I guess. Not even get into the other stuff. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. Speaking of injuries, the man leading the way for the NFC leading Philadelphia Eagles is hurt. Yep, Jalen Hurts is dealing with an injury. The Eagles are still 13 and 1. And then also in the NFC East, we got a couple of teams, the Cowboys, the Giants, the the Commanders. Uh, they all were in competition yesterday as well. Some feared better than others. We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio and Monday Night Football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.